Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we're a little late this week. A little bit, yeah. It's not quite <laughs> as bad as your wife telling you that she's late. That's that's a <laughs> That would be uh, dire. Um, <laughs> that would be uh, not a good thing. <laughs> I guess some people celebrate that. I don't know, did you guys, when you found out, when Holly found out she was pregnant, were you guys like ecstatic? Yeah. Were you nervous? What was the deal with that? No, it was, it was time. It was planned. We were anticipating. Okay. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, so it was definitely, exciting when she yeah, said that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, nowadays it would be completely. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that experience of the excited. Uh huh. I'm late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's never, it's, I, I can't <laughs> empathize with that at all. Yeah. It's, it's an experience that, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, who's a guy that, that does the Masters? Jim Nance. An uh-huh. experience unlike any other. Oh, yeah. There we go. Your wife telling you she's late and not <laughs> freaking out about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we're late for good reason. Yeah, I was busy. You were busy. That's right. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you. To, to be as as to, to talk about whatever you want to talk about in relation. Okay, yeah. I look, I'm I'm undereducated and <laughs> Dr. Timmerman, undereducated. I you know there's certain things I'm 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 pretty knowledgeable about and other things I'm not. And I, I so I do you remember I sent you a text message. Hey, um yes. <laughs> at what point do you send a patient to the ER with their blood pressure right. situation? And and I thought <laughs> I thought this was patient care related. I know. I know. <laughs> and so I kind of gave you. I'm I'm a bit of a cowboy in that, and we'll talk. That's one thing I do want to talk about uh, uh-huh. because you and like th- there was a little group chat thing going on where someone sent out some good data on on that that I thought I thought echoed kind of what my thoughts were. But everyone has their own comfortable or comfort level when it comes to working on patients with blood pressure. Yeah. Um, I think I told you, like, eh, if I'm not doing anesthesia on them, uh-huh. they got to be like 200 over 120 for me to like send yeah. them directly to the ER. <laughs> yeah, and um, and I, then finally I, I fessed up. I said, "Well, okay, it's it's because you're like, <laughs> is it a hygiene or is it an extraction?" I'm yeah, like, I was like, tell me more. Give me some <laughs> case scenario here. And I'm like, nah, fine. It's me. Uh, <laughs> I, w- what happened was I do sedation. And, um, recently the, my, our pulse ox, my Criticare machine, um, the power cord was frayed and and useless. And so, uh, I ordered a new one and when I plugged it in, I want to make sure it was actually working. So I put it, put it on myself and then the numbers came out really weird high. And I thought, oh, well, let me try it again. And then again, and then I thought, so this is on your BP cuff or, or was this your pulse ox? Both. And okay. honestly, it was the pulse ox that was more, apparently the more concerning. What so, was your pulse ox? Um, it was, as if when I first tried, it was at 89, then it was 93. Wow. Okay. And then it was 98, then back down and to 91. And this is just like middle of the day. Like you hadn't just yeah. finished riding mm. the bike or anything like nope. that. Like, no. 
just me in white coat loops around my neck. And, and so, um, then my, you know, I, I did my pulse was like 150 and my, um, wow. my, uh, BP was, you know, 180 over 120. And I'm like, this damn cuff is so damn old. Cause I bought the thing like 15 years ago. So clearly it's, 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 a- it's totally the medical equivalent of a golfer <laughs> blaming his clubs. Uh-huh. These fucking clubs. God damn it. And, uh, so I, I tried several times and then I go, oh, whatever. And this is like last week. And, um, so then, um, over the weekend, uh, Holly was out of town and, and I text her and I said, I, I think I got the Rona. I'm having kind of trouble breathing. <laughs> and she's like, well, how about your fever? I'm like, that's normal. Everything was, everything was normal. It just was just not a full breath was the real test would have been if you would have ripped a fart and then like sucking, <laughs> like, Oh no, I can't smell it. Okay. It's yeah, not, yeah. it's not the Rona. Yeah, exactly. So and I'm sitting there thinking uh, the, and when she comes home and, and, uh, she had a bunch of stuff in the trunk and I, I went, brought it upstairs and, and uh, man, I'm just I'm out of, I said, God, I'm so out of ship. I really got to go to the gym. I'm, I'm really winded. And, uh, she like, I feel like you're having a heart attack. I'm like, no, I just can't breathe. <laughs> and so, uh, the next day I'm, I'm in between patients. It kind of dawns on me. Wait, shortness of breath. That might be high blood pressure. Let me, cause I always say high blood pressure has no symptoms. I'm like, no, there's. So I Google it and I was, yeah, shortness of breath. And uh, so, yeah. so I put it back on and again, the damn numbers were just wrong. <laughs> so um, I say, she says, well, put it on me. And it, hers, it still was slightly elevated, <laughs> <laughs> but within normal limits. Yeah. And I'm like, see, it's high. She goes, no, that's, that's, that's normal. I'm like, I do it again. And, you know, it's like um, 160 over 100. And I'm like, hmm. So that, that's when I, I said to, to you, man, what point do you send them? And so it was towards the end of the day. And she says, hey, go do your exam and just go to the, the urgent care. I said, tell you what, I'm just going to go buy Walgreens on the way home. They got those free cuffs in the pharmacy. I'll just Yeah, those things are renowned for their accuracy. <laughs> World like renowned. My, just like my Criticare with the new uh, power cable. And so I, uh, I go in there and I guess the Rona made him take it out because it, yeah. it was gone. So I'm like, well, the, the urgent care is right across the street from where I live. I'll just swing on in there. So I swing in and, and tell them, yeah, my machine wasn't working. Can you take my BP? And so when they take it with their machine, um, it ends up being like 118 over 91. I'm like, okay, okay. well, that's, that's more accurate. I'm going to trust that one. And so they do it again. And it was about 121 over 92. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then they will say, let's just do an EKG real quick. And so as I laid down there and they put the tape of these little things all over the place, they kind of got quiet. <laughs> went to get so the doctor. They went to get the doctor. And, and so he comes in and shows me the printout. They take everything off of me and they, they show the printout. And um, he says, yeah. Oh, and I, and that, funny, I had texted Holly. He said, man, my BP comes fairly normal. So I probably have AFib. And, uh, she, so then when the doctor comes in, he says, okay, so there's the, the ER over in Covington. Um, and I'll call, a, I'll go ahead and give him a call. So go ahead and go. And I said, so you mean like in the next few days, uh, this weekend when I got time or something? Cause no, I mean like right now. I'm like, oh, well shit. Uh, gosh, it's, you know, it's six o'clock. It's dinner time. We mean, uh, and he's like, no, just, just go. I'll call ahead and it'll be fine. So as I'm on my way to Covington, he calls me on my phone saying, hey, they don't have a cardiologist there. So I called Auburn. Go ahead and go to Auburn. So 
I go into Auburn and the, you know, the ER and it's got lines of people and stuff. And as I finally get up there and I'm giving my name and stuff, this, this orderly behind the person, at the front desk, he goes, did you see Timmerman? I said, yeah, I got a room for you. Like, okay. He comes out with a wheelchair. Cool VIP treatment. Yeah. I'm like, sweet. Front of the line. I felt like Wayne's World when they showed their all yeah. the backstage pass. Yeah. Hello. Ha ha. <laughs> and so he, he comes out with a wheelchair. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I can just walk. <laughs> I didn't want to be a bother. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it went downhill quick for old Lance. Yeah. And so then uh, he puts me, you know, gets me in the chair and gets me in the room. And then they're like, how are you feeling? How, you know, I'm like, I feel fine. He says, well, you look kind of pale. And I said, we're in Seattle. I don't see the sun very often. <laughs> so they start doing all their stuff. And God, I ended up being there for like six hours in the wow. ER for them to, they, they had started an IV and gave me uh, calcium channel blockers and yeah. watch the, watch the numbers. And it really wasn't doing anything. So they gave me more. So, uh, yeah, I get to, I get to have the nice little, um, shock therapy in a month because they were like, you know, we could do it right now, but how long, when did this start? And as I started doing the math, I'm like, it's been going on for a while. <laughs> this is what well, you're just, what you're describing is what the symptoms are. Oh, this isn't new. And, uh, they're so, like, official diagnosis of AFib. Say that again. You have an, you now have an official diagnosis yeah. of AFib. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, so and that means you got to do cardio version, right? Yeah. So they got, we're going to try meds first. We have to put me on blood thinners because apparently if it's been going on for a while, I probably already have some clots forming. And if they just shock me right away, I'll probably, you know, stroke out. And uh, so we so put you in thinners for at least a month and then we'll shock you. So right. uh, now do they crack you open to do that? Or is that like uh-huh. externally? Externally. Well, initially it would be an external thing. If, okay. um, if it doesn't work, then they'll have to do, you know, direct stimulation. So, um, needle probes and things. You got to pay extra for direct stimulation. That's right. There. That's right. <laughs> um, so meds, are you, are you feeling any different with the meds? No, no. And in fact, I finally had like 10 o'clock at night. I, I looked at, I called the nurse, pressed the button to come in. Yes. I said, I, I'm ready to go now. And they're like, what, what were your numbers? I said, nah, I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to go. Go get the doctor. And so um, it never really stabilized like it, I guess they wanted it to, but they gave me uh, some meds and some blood thinners and then called in the, to the pharmacy. So then the next day we picked up the, the prescription. Uh, I don't really feel any different, but honestly, I don't know what I was supposed, how bad I was supposed to feel. I think it's right. been going on long enough that I, I don't, the, the symptoms seem normal. Um, I'll be curious to know how I feel when things are regulated and where they're supposed to go. And I'll go, yeah. Oh, that's what a good night's sleep is or whatever the case right. is. Yeah. So, um, is, was this like a scare? Like wh- where are you at emotionally? I guess everybody else is pretty scared. Okay. Uh, and, um, probably a little upset with me for not being scared. When was your last physical? Because Holly had, I saw on Facebook, Holly was looking for yeah. uh, a doctor for you. To, and she specifically said for you to get a physical. And I think I said something to the effect of, um, uh-huh. I'll volunteer to give Lance an aggressive physical. Yeah. Um, and uh, she did not, and you did not take me up on that offer. Uh, well, it, it, we'll see. Um, <laughs> it's It's been so long, I couldn't even, couldn't even tell you okay. the date. Yeah. I, so you're uh, 50, you turned 50 this year. Mm-hmm. So that means you got two things coming for you. 
both of them are up your ass. Mm-hmm. One of them's like the, the drop in the digit on you mm-hmm. to check your prostate. And then you're going to have to get a colonoscopy, I would guess. Yeah. We have a family history of that. So I actually had my first colonoscopy at 40. Oh. And, and so they said, uh, hey, everything looks fine. We'll see you again when you're 50. Well, it's a sweet ass, Lance. See you in yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of it and said, hey, how's it look down there? <laughs> so then they shot more, <laughs> put me yeah. right back out. <laughs> yeah. That's not something I want to wake up in the middle of. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled. <laughs> Thrilled enough to make a joke, though. Well, you know. <laughs> it's I mean, I'm always looking to score, but on uh-huh. that in that particular situation, it would just be uh-huh. um, more fentanyl, please. Yeah, yeah. more fentanyl, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so so the kids are scared. Holly's a little scared. Well, not everybody knows. Like we didn't tell oh, my okay. oldest. Yet. Yeah. Well, let's go on a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> she doesn't listen. It's mine. <laughs> 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 my brother, uh, Clint texts and he goes, Hey, how you feeling? I'm like, fine. Uh, better than last night. Why? What was last night? <laughs> he goes, and it's just, Oh, so you, we're going to play that, huh? I'm like, what do you know? <laughs> Cause I didn't tell him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the kids here at home, they had to know because I, I text them, Hey, dinner's going to be late tonight. <laughs> and all I say, I already told them. Oh, okay. I, I, I was nervous for you. I was scared you? for you because your numbers just didn't seem right. And then I think I told you to go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. You did. And, uh, and uh, I'm glad that I did because, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I don't I don't particularly want to find someone else to host this show with me. <laughs> um, but also, I kind of like you. And so uh, the idea of something happening to you would be would be bad. So. Yeah. But I mean, I would have died the same day as Eddie Van Halen. And so that would always be... <laughs> no? I don't I mean I I <laughs> I are you a huge Van Halen fan? I used to be. Okay. It, it's been a while since I was really into him, but So, you know, it, it's one of those things where you know, he was uh, they were a hair early for me. I was born in 79, so some mm-hmm. of their early stuff started yeah. hitting what uh, 78, 81, somewhere in there. Mhm. So a little early for me, but always just kind of known. It's yeah. always just been known that Eddie Van Halen is, if not the greatest, the second greatest guitar sure. player in the history of mankind. And if if he's mm-hmm. not number one, he's number two behind Jimi Hendrix. Like that's sure. just sort of yeah. everyone kind of assumes that. Um, and I really hadn't thought about them in, in a while. Like that, you know that. Unfortunately, that sort of music is sort of. It's just, there's not, there's not big arena rock anymore. Right. right? It just doesn't right. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think everyone's kind of re-examined their, their thoughts on, on Van Halen in the last few years. Um, I, I'm curious what your thoughts were because you grew up more in that era and you're way more of an audiophile than I am. Mm-hmm. But from an outside standpoint, um, it's just such a weird thing for a band to be known by one person and that person is not the lead singer. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like for for the most important person in the band to not be a lead singer, I, I like I can't even think of another band that's like that. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Bon Jovi. Well, it's John Bon Jovi's lead singer. They right. call him Bon Jovi. I mean, I honestly, for, when I first heard of Van Halen, I, I thought the lead singer was Van Halen. Come to find out, it was the the brother on drums and the guitarist. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, definitely an uh, unusual scenario. So I, I, I listened to something the other day that talked about how he wrote his music. Hmm. And, uh, and and this is, again, like secondhand, but that he would go into a hotel room mm-hmm. 
And he would rent out all the rooms around this hotel room. Um, so he could be as loud as he wanted. And he would drink a bunch of vodka and snort a bunch of cocaine. Hmm. And he would just play into a tape recorder. And hmm. the next morning he would get up and listen to like what he had played. And that would be like how he wrote his songs. Oh, wow. Which is insane. And it was I... always like music first and then lyrics. Like lyrics were always mm-hmm. secondary. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. you could just sort of tell that by like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> the songs. Yeah. Um, but the, the other thing that they did was they would always record. This was kind of before digital. So like back when, when things were more analog, um, they would always have two channels of music. One channel was for everyone else in the band and one channel, always the left channel was just Eddie Van Halen. So Mm. you could unplug the other channel and listen to just the Eddie Van Halen channel Mm -hmm. and, and, and hear what he was doing without anything else around it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that always struck me as cool because I've never heard anybody else who did anything like that. And so if you really like got a heart on like trying to learn what he was doing, you could just unplug and just listen to his thing. It's like, all right, cool. No one's ever going to be able to do that. Like, yeah. I don't know, like how much work it would take to, to learn how to do some of the things that he did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's makes me wonder if you're some kind of grim reaper, Lance, <laughs> because last week we've <laughs> yeah. never had a Van Halen song before. No. <laughs> and last week you picked a Van Halen song and then he dies. Now, granted yeah. it was a cover. And so mm-hmm. it gives you mm-hmm. some plausible a little deniability. Bit. A little bit. But what are the fucking odds? I know, that was weird. <laughs> that you picked a Van Halen song. <laughs> I know. The week before Eddie Van Halen dies. I I have no explanation for it. That was um It's wild. <laughs> it was pretty trippy. Uh I don't know. <laughs> Did you have a premonition? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not at Maybe all. this aphid. Do you remember um Ooh. Um, it was a Christopher Walken movie, the dead zone, maybe uh-huh. okay. where he like could touch somebody and he would like, see how they were going to die. Oh, okay. And, uh, maybe that's your deal. Like now, like this <laughs> AFib has given you some kind of power, that's like right. whatever song pops in your head, like they're dying in the next week. Yeah. That's my origin story is my, my heart condition gave me the can superpower. You please. <laughs> can you please, for the fucking love of God, pick a Justin Bieber song next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm working on it. Working on it. <laughs> I want to use my powers for good. Yes, that's what that would be good. I would uh-huh. take that. Yeah, I would exactly. Take that. Exactly. Um, could you then pick a song that's uh, just uh, Taylor Swift's uh, bikini top? Could you pl- pick a song played by that so that that thing mm-hmm. falls off and dies? And then okay. we can yeah. just see, see what's under it. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, powers Lance are still is, raw. I'm still trying out. You're still channeling them? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes. Uh, we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to tell dentists and dental team members their own unique brand advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question. Do we, Lance? No. We don't want a bunch of boring <laughs> questions. Like, what's the best blood pressure? Because we all know that Lance's 200 over 120 is the greatest BP of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Speaking of blood pressure discussion, our friend Steven Vorholt mm-hmm. um, posted something to the group chat that was this. So blood pressures. This mm-hmm. is from this is from his <laughs> lecture. Uh-huh. Under... 140 systolic and under 90 diastolic green light everything cool yeah 
140 to 160 systolic, 90 to 99 diastolic. Routine treatment's okay, but send them to their PCP. So send them mm. to get some angel dust, I guess mm-hmm. is what that means, that's, right? That's that's how I roll. That's how you that's how you would have, have done it. <laughs> 160 to 180 systolic, 100 mm-hmm. to 109 diastolic. Mm-hmm. Um, profi only, which I'm cool. Like at that point, like if they're in that range or if they're in the, any other range below it, like I'm not calling off a profi, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like I'm, they're not getting any anesthetic. They're fine. They drove over here fine. Like just leave, go to the doctor when you leave here. Mm-hmm. And then 180 plus, 110 plus. Mm-hmm. No treatment at all. Send them to like urgent care. You agree with that? It sounds good. Yeah. I can see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I still, I'm kind of like the, like, I mean, unless they feel bad, just get the fucking profi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You don't want them stroking out in your office, but like they've like that 180 over 110 has it like that didn't just get there. Right. They've probably been walking around with that for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my thought. That's my thought, but I would not put anesthetic into that person. Right, right. I yeah, had a I couple get- of times when I was at the emergency clinic, would be like late at night or whatever, and I have somebody like with really high uh-huh. BP, but they're like in a tremendous amount of pain, and I always felt like, well, part of their blood pressure is probably their pain that they're in. So right. I take care of the pain that they're in; their blood pressure is going to go down. So I'd always try to block them with carbocaine, and then we take it again, mm-hmm. and it would inevitably go down. And then once it would go down, then I would give them like lidocaine or articaine with with epinephrine or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you've run across that ever. No, I don't routinely take BP. So we're, uh... <laughs> I was going to say that's the best way to handle this. Not check, uh-huh. <laughs> really, um, and just make it up. That's right. <laughs> I remember asking that in dental school. They're like eh, the state board of dental examiners. You got to have a blood pressure on every patient. Uh-huh. And I, re- I remember like thinking and wanting to ask like, if I just wrote down some random assortment of numbers, would anyone ever know? Exactly. And like. I, like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't ask that out loud. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm just going to that inside. Yeah, that's an inside voice. Yeah. Um, question one. And we're just going to do one question tonight okay. because um, we're running late. We want to get this episode out. All right. Reddit user Exciting Register asks, is Cheerios good for teeth whitening? Hey, you know how the you ha- you have those teachers that say kids don't worry. There's no such thing as stupid questions. Yeah, I think we no, found there are one. absolutely <laughs> are stupid questions. Yeah, they lied. This is one. Is Cheerios good for teeth whitening? The real question is why do they even think to even ask this? Did someone say that it was, or were they just brainstorming? Where did they come from? Why would you think that Cheerios would be good for whitening? Well, I mean, Cheerios have kind of become the healthy, you know, or at least according to them, right? Like they yeah. all, they talk about, uh, you know, oh, it's, it's a, you know. The heart healthy. The heart health. Supposed to, I guess, lower, lower sure. some kind of bad cholesterol, maybe. What is, sure. what is fiber knockdown? I think it's a bad cholesterol, right? Sure. The HDL Whatever. or LDL. Yeah. And, I don't even remember. Which yeah. <laughs> Just get, use the other, eat the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they have like a heart health warning on their warning heart health label on their package, Yeah, but it's still just like fucking Cheerios. Like mm-hmm. we're, we were at Costco a couple weeks ago and they were giving out samples of Cheerios. <laughs> just like, really? Yeah. Wow. Of course. Now the, the sampling at Costco is different these days. Um, Costco, Costco sampling now is, um, 
they're in a sealed bag <laughs> and you can't eat them till you leave the store. Oh, geez. So if you really love them, uh-huh. let's say it wasn't a, a food item that literally every living person on the face of the earth has had a hundred times in right. their life. Like if it wasn't something like that, let's say it was something different. Uh huh. If you love them and you tried them when you got out your car and you didn't buy any, you didn't have to go back in the go fucking back. store yeah. and buy whatever the the limoncello almonds or whatever bullshit that they that they were giving at samples. But no, yeah. and at the time we went before that, it was Oreos again. Like <laughs> the, the a fucking food staple that everyone in their life, everyone on the planet has had either Cheerios or Oreos or both at the same time. Like yeah. we don't need to sample these items. That's crazy. That that's just ridiculous. Are Cheerios good for teeth whitening, Lance? Not as far as I've ever been told. And How could I, you make Cheerios good? Like, so if you got some and you ground them up into like a fine powder, and then you use that as like a denifrice, and add it to my coconut oil as I oil pulled. Exactly. How would I, that go? I just don't see it working, but uh, you could try it. I mean, we scientific method requires. Uh, if you ground up Cheerios uh-huh. and mixed it with hydrogen peroxide gel in a okay. suspension, like an aqueous suspension. Okay. Do you think then that might be, would Cheerios be good for whitening? But then at that point, what whitened the teeth? <laughs> the Cheerios? <laughs> the Cheerios, or- Lance, obviously. <laughs> uh, the nice abrasiveness. Um, just like when Dr. Oz was saying, mix your lemon juice with your, uh, baking soda. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea, Mm -hmm. Dr. Oz. Yeah. I just (laughs) dropped something at my desk. We're recording a little bit different setup today, so. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I mean, Cheerios would have to be one of the better cereals for whitening, I would guess. It's better than Captain Crunch, yeah. Well, I was going to say, Captain Crunch is just like, hey, hard palate, you ready to Uh get fucked? Uh Here we go. You thought Fruit Loops were bad. Captain Crunch <laughs> will just destroy someone's palate. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why that's not like a oral path thing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like, if you look in your oral path book, there's like a picture of a pizza burn, right? Right, yeah. I want an oral path like this is Captain Crunch just just laid waste to a hard palate. This is what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Fruit Loops would not be good for whitening. Worse than Cheerios? Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're colored. <laughs> Tricks would not be there good go. for. That's true. Um, fruity pebbles would not be good. <laughs> um, or cocoa. Cocoa pebbles. I mean, cocoa come. pebbles. Right. Anything that like turns your milk a color. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good for your teeth. It's going to turn your teeth the same color. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Um, there really should be. Do you remember? There was an episode of The Simpsons one time where Mo was looking for a breakfast cereal that treated syphilis. (laughs) 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 It would be good if we could have some cereals that were, that like also made for, for teeth whitening. Like, like, so Dan Uh Fisher got into the cereal game. Yeah. That would be Um, like opalescence. And could it be both syphilis and teeth whitening? (laughs) Well, I mean, that might be, that's all. That would really be a panacea at mm. that point. And mm-hmm. I think that, well, like you could eat it and for breakfast and it would cure your syphilis and it would whiten your teeth. Um, the only other thing that it could do is wax your car. Like if it could do mm. that, then it really could do everything. Yeah. I'm, I think we're on to something. 
I want to I want to search for that that cereal that uh, that Moet. We've had some really good ideas. The Ro- Rose Gold Crown. The Rose and, Gold Crown. Yeah. And uh, the syphilis hygiene teeth whitening cereal. Uh, it's, it was called Penicillos. Penicillos <laughs> are a brand of breakfast cereal made for people with syphilis. Most Sislak was seen eating them before. Homer Simpson under the control of Snake the Jailbird's hair killed him. It was in a one of their oh. Halloween episodes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, we don't think that that um, we do not think that that Cheerios can can whiten your teeth, but um, it's worth a try. Like I said, I could um, be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you want to do is grind grind them up and mix them maybe with some hydrogen peroxide or carbamide peroxide. And That'll work. It might, it might work okay. Let's check out Exciting Register here. Um, in the suburb of Askmen, do you feel like the first day of each month is always fast? No. <laughs> um, this subreddit of lottery <laughs> for all those hot lottery tips on how to win the lottery. Does okay. choosing the same numbers, one without extra and one with extra, increase my chance of winning the Florida lottery? <sighs> yeah. Knock yourself out by one of each. And here's in the subreddit of Runaway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried using Uber or Lyft to run away? <laughs> All right. We got to check into this one. I want to run away with Uber or Lyft. Whichever one is cheaper, wherever I'm going, uh, to <laughs> to avoid the unavoidable fights within my household. It's getting sad now. And have you at least thought about using Uber or Lyft as a tool to run away? Wow. So I'm gathering this is a youngin. This is not uh, 19 years old, according to the. Um, Ooh. Okay. Um, developmentally, are they? I mean, that's. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the runaway handbook, but I'm pretty sure Paper Trail is discouraged. When um, how, yes, exactly. When you're trying to run away, mm-hmm. um, if you're gonna run away, you got to take a Greyhound bus. Like everyone else on Greyhound bus is running away. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 like it's 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 a it's a ship of of sad sailors sailing away into the night. Every Greyhound bus is. Um, subreddit of right? dreams. What does my dream mean? I had a dream. I had a child near my high school's playground. I saw like 30 plus kids on a curvy line. I watched my child grow up and the kids, even my kid were shaped like cylinders the whole time. Note, I said high school because I wasn't there for elementary. And I said playground because the school is from pre-K to 12th grade. By the way, I don't have any children, nor am I planning on having any. Cylinder kids. That's <laughs> have you ever dreamed that your kids were <laughs> cylinders, Lance? 
Uh, that's a dream I have yet to have, but I'll let you know tomorrow, uh, maybe tonight. I've only had kids uh, dreams about kids being rhombuses, and so... And dodecahedrons. Yes. I mean, it's just been... How about this, this subreddit of coins? What should I do about my quarters? My youngest brother threw $47 in quarters, and I've recovered thirty-five fifty. I'm not worried about it. I played lottery yesterday because who wants $47 when you can have $2 million? And because my dad brings me quarters regularly. So's, what should I do about my quarters? What should he do about his quarters, Lance? You go down to the 7-Eleven, you play Donkey Kong until you run out. <laughs> Still have that. <laughs> I feel like arcades are like going to be a, a COVID casualty, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Are there still arcades? I actually, the other day, drove past one. It was closed, but uh, it existed prior to the COVID shutdown. I don't think it's coming back. I would... Oh, Jesus, it takes a dark turn, Lance. Uh Uh-oh. Of course. And why wouldn't it? Real dark. It's been such lighthearted episodes so far. (laughs) Yeah. Between your fucking heart problems... (laughs) And Eddie Van Halen, and you predicting Eddie Van Halen's death. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> how frequently should I self-harm? I'd start with never. That'd <laughs> be a good one. Uh-huh. How do, I, how do I clean my razor blades and why do they get dirty? Woof, Lance. Woof. And it gets darker from there. Oh, um, okay. So this was several, this was uh, about between six and eight, nine months ago. Um, so hopefully, uh, he's pulled out of that spiral yeah. Yeah. and is now, uh, focusing on lotteries and whitening with Cheerios. We can only hope. Wow. Uh, he did have one other post in dentistry. What happens if I eat something my dentist told me not to eat after teeth whitening? I'm not allergic to anything. But, for example, if my dentist said I can't eat broccoli, what happens if I do actually only eat one broccoli? Not much. And why are you eating broccoli? That stuff's nasty. Yeah, I would stay away from broccoli <laughs> anyway. Just bomb um, principle. <laughs> maybe that's why he's self-harming. Is because he's that, could just be, that could be. Try call it power. I mean, isn't isn't real? I mean, technically, isn't eating broccoli enough of of self harm? It, it by definition, yeah. Isn't that sort of uh-huh. the self harm we all do? Pretty much. <laughs> if you really hate yourself, you eat a whole thing of broccoli. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance, I think that's going to about do it for tonight. It probably should. I think it should. Um, I'm. <clears throat> It's my turn to pick a song. It is. Um, and I've been Let's see if you about, can predict someone to die. <laughs> no, I, we're going to pay homage tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, share this with your friends. You got any friends who are uh, into um, wildly uncontrolled heart problems? Tell them about the show. Uh, maybe if you have a friend who's a cardiologist, you should have them listen to the show so they can hear anything in Lance's voice that may be diagnostic. Like uh, like Doctor House, you know, you can just diagnose over the uh, over the airwaves. That would be great. Um, hey, shoot us a rating uh, or a review, Lance. What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. 
a big fan of five as well. Just the number of ventricles you're going to have after they give you that baboon heart uh-huh. in a few months. <laughs> so he's so rad when you have that baboon heart in your chest. Uh-huh. That's I can't wait. And you're going to start eating raw meat. Uh-huh. Bananas. It's going to be awesome. So cool. So cool. And when I do bananas, <laughs> um, it's going to be the skin and everything. Yeah, just the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. all of it. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshit. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Um, Twitter, at Winter Francis. Instagram, at Winter Francis. You can find Lance on Instagram at Dr. Timmerman DMD. Find me on Instagram at Josh Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, there's really only one choice for a song. Is there? You you picked one of the most popular and famous Van Halen songs in Jump. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, it's all about Panama. Okay. I mean, if I had to pick one Van Halen song, that's it. I know it's 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 sort of on brand. It's kind of an on label. It's it's a public song. Yeah. But but it's yeah. it's just when I think of Van Halen and I think of that like. That the riff, I, I think of the riff of Panama. That's um, awesome. And I'm also reminded of the last podcast on the left. Um, and they did like a five part series on Joseph Mengele. And, <laughs> and like in episode two, they started doing, saying <laughs> to the tune of Panama, saying Mengele's name. So like, oh. Mangala, Mangala. Awesome. And so that, like, whenever I think of Panama, I think of them saying Mangala gotcha. um, instead of Panama. And it makes me smile. So good. Um, and, and this week where I thought I lost you, Lance, I need a <laughs> smile. So enjoy Panama. For Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags.
probably run a little bit hot tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming off Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back 